talking to the people of the world. Dig deep. Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to now be on both iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've come to call it, NHTE. My guest today is not here. That's right. Uh, my guest today is myself, and um, it's a good opportunity for us to cover a lot of business. kind of dawned on me that we came out of the gate awfully fast with Now Hear This Entertainment, uh, 14 episodes already, and um, never really took the time to kind of give you an introduction to who I am, what qualifies me to be the host of this podcast, uh, why doesn't he have a guest today, and, and those types of things, and really to go back and not only highlight some of the guests that have appeared so far on this podcast, but also to kind of expand on some of the Bruce's bonus segments that get dropped in in the middle every episode, because those last for, what, maybe 15, 20 seconds, I'm guessing, and uh, I'd love to share with you some of my experiences, uh, what led me to write those bonuses as the show was being scripted each week, uh, and uh, as I mentioned, just kind of set the stage on this whole thing, because now here, this entertainment is obviously being met with some success. Obviously, the distribution on iTunes is fantastic. Having added Stitcher Radio recently uh, is a tremendous shot in the arm, and uh, as people that know me well, my colleagues would attest to, I've always got something up my sleeve, so um, don't be surprised when Now Hear This Entertainment uh, finds another new platform very soon. I want to start off, um, and, and I hope that those that listen every week because they're fans of the guests that appear or they're fans of good music interviews, uh, I hope you will stick with me as well. I know this will probably tend to be, this episode will probably tend to be weighted a little bit more towards the up-and-comers that I refer to every week, the aspiring musicians, the singers, the songwriters, the entertainers, uh, but hopefully uh, everyone will take something away from this episode, uh, whether it's uh, an, of entertainment value or educational. Um, not having a guest today, I want to talk about that while it's fresh in my mind and I'm sitting here looking at an empty stool across from me because the studio had been set up for someone coming to be here today. Uh, and I'm going to make sure that the guest shall remain nameless um, because this is more about the lesson that can be learned from it than it is... Um, you know, about the actual person. So for openers, again, and, and I always get confused, is it is it think locally, act globally, or is it think globally, act locally? I don't know. You can uh, Google that uh, after you're done listening to this episode. But my point being that 
listen to the story I'm going to tell you and then apply it to your own situation. You know, if you're a performer uh, and you're booking yourself or someone's booking you, whether it's uh, for a media interview, whether it's for a, a gig or a show, whatever the case is, the situation, as it was explained to me today, was that the guest uh, had a doctor's appointment and, um, you know, just was staying in touch leading up to it, which is important to do when it looks like you might be running late. But I would take a step back from that and say, if you have a commitment, uh, as I said, to a media interview, to uh, a gig, to a show, to a meeting, an interview, an appointment, um, don't schedule a doctor's appointment the same day. And and, and unless it's a 9 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the afternoon type situation, just don't even do it. There's just far too much of a chance, and, and this is not a knock against doctors, uh, but I know that myself, I've gone to the doctor and, and been told, expect to sit here for uh, 90 minutes before he even sees you. So, you know, if you have a gig and uh, it, let's say it's scheduled for 7 o'clock and you're going to aim to be there at 6, which means that maybe you're going to leave at 5, if you have a doctor's appointment at 3, forget it. You're, you're just asking for trouble then. So these are the types of things to keep in mind. Another great example uh, looking back, um, gosh, today is is episode 15 of the Now Hear This Entertainment podcast, and I, this feels like it was just yesterday, but back on episode 9, uh, my guest was uh, Melissa Brethauer, and uh, she talked on that podcast about the fact that she was in the process of moving to Los Angeles. Well, uh, as, as you may have figured out by now, we record these podcasts um, on one day, and uh they get uploaded to iTunes and Stitcher Radio um, less than a week thereafter, but but not the same day. Uh, so the point is that when I tell this, I'm going to say um, that the following story happened yesterday, but it won't really be the day before this got uploaded, but maybe that's beside the point. Uh, the fact is that um, last night was Melissa's first show in California, and um, she had just moved out there end of last week, and uh, was waiting for the moving truck to come across the country with her things. And uh, as Murphy's Law would have it, yesterday was the day that the moving truck was finally going to show up. So the one day when she finally had her first show scheduled was the same day that she had to compete with having to have the movers come to the house. Now, again, Murphy's Law, uh, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. The movers were uh, at least two hours late getting to her house. So as I was in contact with her throughout the day and the evening, uh, she did have to finally make the executive decision at some point that, look, you know, my mother has come to California to see me from Hawaii. Uh, The last thing I want to do to my mom is say, see you later and abandon ship and leave her there uh, with a house full of strange men being the movers. Uh, But, you know, the moral of the story is the show must go on. So she made sure that she was out the door in plenty of time. And again, you know, if you're listening to this Uh, from a major metropolitan area such as New York or Los Angeles, you know by now that I don't even have to tell you. I hope you don't have to listen to a podcast for someone like me to tell you to allow for traffic, because certainly in Los Angeles or New York, uh, you're just asking for trouble if if you're getting out out the door late. Uh, So as a result, uh, you know, Melissa's foresight and and, uh, maybe to my credit, some coaching from me ensured uh, that she would be there on time. So um, I, I jumped into all this pretty quickly just because uh, those things were, were the matter at hand, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, for those of you that have wondered uh, who is this Bruce guy, what gives him the credentials to 
host this podcast to sit there and give out his bonus every week uh, to talk with the guests in the manner that he does. Um, it's currently May of 2014, which means that it was 10 years ago that I founded Now Hear This. And, uh, you know, there was a, a the very first singer that I worked with who, um, as the relationship went on, she ended up going to college and uh, was studying and training in classical voice. So, you know, I got an education myself uh, along the way um, throughout that process. And then over the years, um, it's certainly been, uh, as I just alluded to, years of experience, not only running the company and being hands-on working with my clients, uh, but certainly building an enormous stable of contacts, of colleagues, as I prefer to call them, uh, who have been able to educate me in the various facets of the business, sitting here in the recording studio. Uh, I look back to uh, episode eight when uh, I'm, I'm looking at my, my laptop screen right here and seeing the list on iTunes of all the different guests, NHTE8, Dominic Pages. And, uh, you know, there is an opportunity not only on that episode, but certainly as I've come to know him over the years to learn so much more about the studio environment, to learn about, you know, what a producer does, uh, what an engineer does. Um, certainly there's been a lot of songwriters that have been guests on this podcast, but all these people, they, they are benefiting you, the listener, because I am able to bring you all these people that I've developed uh, at, at an arm's length or, or just at the, at the touch of a button on my cell phone uh, to bring you someone like June McHugh back in uh, episode 10, uh, talking from a publishing standpoint in the music business. And, you know, my attitude, and, and I would encourage you to have the same attitude, is that you can never have too many contacts. Uh, at the same time, you know, I've, I've mentioned this, I, I know, on, on one or two episodes that when you make a contact, you know, you can't forget about that person for two years until you need them because they will say, you know, I haven't heard from this person in two years and now that they need something, now they're contacting me. You have to nurture those relationships. You have to stay in touch. There's so many different methods nowadays, uh, but ask people. You know, when I meet people for the first time, I say, are you a text messenger? Um, because I want to know if that person is comfortable with me just sending them a text when I need to or when I would like to. But between texting people, between uh, Facebook, Twitter, email, telephone, <laughs> that old-fashioned thing, uh, and, you know, even nowadays people are getting very creative, you know, with the way they're communicating uh, with private messages, with direct messages. I'm referring to the likes of uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, even Instagram. Uh, they, they not too long ago um, launched a, uh, a direct message uh, type of application within uh, their app. So, you know, find out what these people's preferences are and then check in with them once in a while. Uh, I'm someone that has been gifted to where um, I can make news out of nothing, uh, which is, uh, a, you know, a good ability to have. Um, but where I'm going with that is if you feel like I don't have anything to tell these people, I'm not going to get in touch with them just to say what's up. Uh, trust me, if you, if you search deep enough, you'll find something that you can tell them that you're working on or that you just did uh, or that you have coming up. And by all means, always ask them, how are they doing? What are they working on? Show some interest. Um, you know, these are things that, that will get noticed and will go a long way. I've mentioned before that, um, you know, having your hand out, people will sense that. And as I, as I just said, if, if it's been 
eight months and someone has heard from you and the only reason you're contacting them is, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? That contact is going to end very quickly. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, you, you know, you also have to be careful. And, and this is why it's important to develop and, and nurture these relationships with people because you need to get to know them. You know, who do they know? How influential are they? Uh, how opinionated are they? If, if you do make a bad impression on them, are they going to run and tell everybody under the sun? Uh, or are they someone that's just going to kind of file it away and, and move on with their day? Uh, and, and it doesn't mean that it's okay for you to burn that bridge, um, but, you know, it just it just helps. It's, it's, it's not unlike, um, you know, making a contact and it's just kind of assumed, you know, it's just kind of assumed that, that, that it's all about the music business. That's why you're in touch with that person. But it's okay to find out things in their personal life. You know, if somebody uh, is a big sports fan, you know, find out which sport they like. And, and then when you talk to them, you can say, hey, how about those insert team here? You know, how about those Yankees or how about those Cowboys or whoever it is? Um, and I'm just throwing these out as examples. Don't don't start with the, uh, with the tweets and the emails and um, posting on Facebook about, um, you know, why didn't he mention the... You know the the Alabama Crimson Tide or the uh, Oakland Raiders or whoever your team is. Um, the moral of the story is find out what someone's personal interest is. They they may um, be tremendously attached to their pet, you know, and you want to ask about their pet or find out you know what what their family situation is. Uh, if they're married, if they have children, that type of thing. It always looks good that you are being nice enough to recognize that that they that there's more to that person outside of, uh, you know, just whatever uh, you're going to do together musically. Um, some of the things I want to accomplish on, on this episode of the podcast, I want to kind of go back and um, just kind of do a, a, I don't want to say a best of, we're not going to drop in, you know, audio highlights of, of all these interviews that have been done so far. I'd love for you to go back and, and you know, check some of those out yourself. If, if you've not been a regular listener every week to all 14 episodes so far, um, but just to kind of go back and uh, maybe give some highlights, maybe it's easier if you hear me kind of describe what the show is about, who the guest is, what we talked about, instead of reading that short little description uh, that's on the Now Hear This website, or uh, as you see it also appearing on the likes of iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, I also want to kind of expand on uh, several of the Bruce's bonus segments that were done uh, because they are so brief, and I think it will help you to hear, again, this speaks to who is this guy and what qualifies him to to host this podcast. Uh, I think it will help if I can kind of relate some stories to you uh, that will kind of back up what the genesis of that of that Bruce's bonus was. Uh, and again, you know, a lot of this um, also just comes from my travels. Um, I'm, I'm, I may have gotten a little off track there with, uh, you know, building up uh, my resume and, and, and that of now hear this and what qualifies me to host this podcast. But, you know, as I've built up my stable of contacts, um, I've made sure that, that you know, I, I travel with clients. I travel on my own. You know, I, I, I go to where I need to be and to where the music is getting done and to where the business is being done. I've, I've said on this podcast a number of times about traveling back and forth to Nashville. Fortunately, being located in Tampa, uh, it's, it's not as big an endeavor as, say, traveling across the country to L.A., which I have done. Uh, but again, even that in this day and age, uh, you know, <laughs> air travel is nothing new, folks. So, you know, don't don't be intimidated by it and, and you know, recognize that there are people out there that are, that are doing absolutely everything in their power. And maybe they are flying completely across the country uh, to meet with movers and shakers. And I'm not saying that 
um, you need to do this too, but you need to kind of look at your game and say, what am I doing? You know, what can I do better? And and what do I need to perhaps challenge myself? You know, f- identify some areas of weaknesses and say, you know what, I, I really do just kind of stay in my own little comfort zone here. I need to kind of break out of my shell or break out of my, my home area and, uh, you know, reach into some, some new geographic areas just to establish some other contacts. Now, granted, there are lots of you out there, and I've said before, this is perfectly fine. There are lots of you out there that are perfectly content being, as I call it, weekend warriors. You know, you have the Monday through Friday nine to five job that's that's paying the bills. That's the the fixed income. Um, but at the same time, you're playing on the weekend, and you say, "Well, I have no desire to travel anywhere." Well, you know that's okay. But again, um, there's an, a lot of resources out there, and maybe you enjoy what you do on the weekend and you want to do it on the weekend in your local market and not travel anywhere, but maybe it's going to take traveling to a conference somewhere uh, to get some pointers on your stage show, on, on your on your stage presence. Maybe it's going to be traveling somewhere to go to uh, a songwriter's retreat um, to, to really enhance what you're doing songwriting. So don't be too quick to dismiss travel. Uh, and of course, you know, I'm I'm not uh, endorsing any airline or anything here. Certainly you can uh, travel by ground in, in whatever fashion you want. And, and, you know, get creative. You know, a lot of these things can be done economically. And, and June McHugh did talk about that back on episode 10. She talked there about, uh, in particular, you know, a clever way to travel, you know, which is to find uh, a bed and breakfast and trade them overnight accommodations in exchange for, you know, playing in their lobby or their courtyard or, or whatever they might have. So um, think about outside the box a little bit, get creative, um, and, uh, you know, consider consider some of these options. Uh, I, I heard somebody say at an event that I was at last night, why would you continue to do something day after day if it's not something that you would like to do two days in a row? So, you know, if, if you find yourself with the same frustrations every day, uh, those aren't going to change until until you you make that change. Um, so before I move on here, uh, I want to do my my usual pause to to plug the websites. As I mentioned, there's not a guest here this week uh, with a website to plug. But you know, when I say these every week, yes, it is a written script that I'm reading from. Uh, but I, I I want to make I don't want to say an emotional plea here and, and and sound desperate. But I just want to stress you know the importance of these things because. Uh, there are people that, that do look at this stuff in the music business. Uh, certainly, if you were evaluating my company, I would want you to say, well, now here this is obviously doing a lot because based on what I see from the website, from Facebook, from Twitter, from LinkedIn, etc., there's always activity. So uh, please visit www.nowhearthis.biz and notice that I've gotten creative there. Uh, that's something else that you can do. Um, the actual... Website address is now-here-this.net, but that doesn't roll off the tongue. So I bought a second URL, which is nowhere-this.biz, and uh, that just dumps people over to uh, where I want them to end up. There are buttons on there that I ask you every week to click on, and uh, I'm going to ask you again today. Please do it. Facebook and Twitter, for starters. Facebook is actually facebook.com slash nowhere-this-inc, I-N-C, of course, and uh, H-E-A-R. Uh, but just go to nowhearthis.biz, and in the top right corner, there are buttons for the social media. Click over to the Facebook page and like it, and then comment, uh, not only on the posts, but 
just put some stuff up. Let me know how you're enjoying the podcast, some comments, uh, which guests you've enjoyed, some lessons that you've learned from it, you know, who really inspired you, some quotes maybe that you heard people say that, that have really helped you out a lot. And similarly, uh, I always mention Twitter. Uh, Twitter is uh, twitter.com slash nht underscore tweets. But again, just go to nowhearthis.biz and click on those social media buttons to uh, engage with Now Hear This through social media, be it Facebook or Twitter or uh, whichever you prefer. Those are always growing. So now that we've got the housekeeping out of the way, um, let's go back and and look at who some of these guests have been. And uh, I do have a a few quotes uh, pulled out from some of them, but I was really thrilled to launch the podcast uh, with episode one uh, right out of the gate with Shauna P., who had appeared on The Voice last year. And Shauna P., as she mentioned, uh, she and I came to know each other through um, one of the songwriters festivals that I attend. And again, there's a classic example right there. Someone that I've built a relationship with, I'm thinking about launching a podcast, and boom, I do it. And what do I do? I reach out to someone that I know, um, able to bring on a big name. And I know that on that particular episode, she she had a lot to say. Uh, so that's one that you want to go back and listen to because the voice has become so popular, uh, you know, a, a show like American Idol that everyone thinks about being on and thinks all I got to do is go on that show and that'll set me for life. Well, not necessarily the case. And, um, you know, Shauna P. talks about the big numbers on, on that episode. We talked about how there were over 50,000, five zero, there were over 50,000 people in the pool uh, and she walks through the process and, and she tells you how those numbers got dwindled down and, and what each level was. And for her to be one of the final 32 uh, was by all means um, certainly a feather in her cap. So that was uh, episode one, Shauna P., who uh, checked in on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Alabama. Next episode, um, just really uh, had a, a really enjoyable conversation with Alyssa J.C., uh, a Nashville-based singer-songwriter who, boy, oh boy, you know, if I went back and, and reread the intro for all these people that I did on, on each of those shows, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's more or less what's in the description of the podcast, but, you know, just hearing it again is, is just amazing, the, the credentials, and that's why I'm hand-selecting the guests that I am, because these are people that are having success in the music business that, that you can learn from but also be entertained by. Alyssa Jacy, she uh, opened for Bruno Mars. She was nominated for Best Live Country Performer in the 2013 Nashville Independent Music Awards, uh, and she's doing a lot. Um, you know, she's very active in social media and uh, is constantly reporting on all of the developments. So you, you talk about someone that is challenging herself to get better and to do more. Uh, Alyssa is is doing addition by subtraction. She decided that um, she didn't want to be playing so many shows and hosting so many writers' nights. She was moving uh, in a little bit different direction, but um, by no means was going to stop songwriting. She was not going to stop performing. Uh, So listen to that episode. She had uh, a real lot of interesting perspective. And and this is someone, mind you, that really thought that she was going to be a professional dancer, Uh, did the whole L.A. thing, and thought that's what she was pursuing, and as circumstances would eventually dictate, 
turned out to be a, a singer that uh, has really done a lot for herself in a very short amount of time, has not been in, in Nashville, but for a few years. So that was episode two. Episode three, we were right here in the studio uh, with Shannon McGrain, uh, who was, uh, she finished 11th on American Idol in 2012. And mind you, she's only 18 years old. So here's someone that sat across from me uh, back in February and talked about all this experience that she's gained, and she's still only 18. So, you know, for the younger listeners or or, or mom and dad, if you're listening and and you've got a young one that, uh, again, you know, you're, you're being a bit of a stage mom, mom, or you're being a bit of a stage dad, dad, and you think, well, my daughter is so terrific, I'm just going to get her on American Idol, or my son is so terrific, I'm just going to get him on American Idol. Um, you know, Shannon, Shannon does a, 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 a pretty good job in that episode, uh, you know, of, of kind of saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's anything but, you know, what it looks like on TV. On TV, it all looks so easy. Uh, it all looks, you know, like it's, um, you know, one big happy time amongst everybody, but you know, again, on television, everything is edited down so that, you know, they only show us what they want us to see. So uh, go back and listen to episode three, Shannon McGrain, and, uh, you know, listen to her talk about just trying to be an 18-year-old girl, you know, never mind the, the singing career and the accomplishments that she has had. Uh, you know, what is it like to to deal with being a student uh, while being immersed not only in American Idol, but, you know, now fast-forwarding two years to when she's trying to develop her songwriting more, and she is trying to go back and forth uh, to places like Nashville and, and perhaps even Los Angeles. You know, how do you juggle that time? How do you fill out such a schedule um, to, to not lose out on opportunities? Uh, because that's something that, again, you know, sacrifice is a very common word in this business because you do need to make sacrifices. Um, when I get up to uh, episode 12, you know, we'll talk about Mark Allen Barnett and how he said that, you know, he sort of makes himself a schedule every day, but he sort of doesn't because you need to be flexible in this business and, and you need to, you know, be willing to sacrifice. Well, I had, you know, tickets to go see, uh, you know, the um, the hockey game on Friday night, um, but I'm going to have to give those to someone else or sell those because instead I have a chance to go to uh, insert music opportunity here. Episode four, Nancy Moran. This was a little different. Uh, Nancy Moran is a uh, songwriter. She still performs, uh, but in her heyday, uh, really did a lot of performing nationally. She toured with uh, with a, a, a group. Um, she's kind of performed in, in a lot of different settings. Uh, solo act. Um, she does a lot of duo stuff right now. Uh, but as I mentioned, she performed in a group. Uh, but she, she's been a mentor, she's been an author, she's been a speaker, she has released four solo albums, um, you know, that group that she was a part of, eight years, so a lot of experience there to listen to for Nancy, uh, who again was another uh, Nashville-based uh, guest, and, um, you know, she went into that interview knowing very much that she specifically wanted to help people. So especially for the up-and-comers, for, for the aspiring songwriters and, and performers, listen to episode four to see uh, what all Nancy Moran shared. Um, episode five was, was, was very interesting. Um, it, it, it became, at the time, it became my favorite episode. Uh, it was Kate Callahan, who is a singer-songwriter from up in Connecticut. And um, 
interesting story there. And again, you know, this is, you know, you, you take chances in the music business. You gamble a little bit. I, I, I gamble all the time, um, but I'm saying that in, in a good way. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to be creative. I'm always challenging myself, you know, to, to push the envelope and, and look for new opportunities. Uh, Kate, quite frankly, found Now Hear This on LinkedIn and made contact that way just to inquire about Now Hear This services. Uh, no, knowing for all intents and purposes nothing at all about the podcast, uh, but, you know, the more that I got to know her and the discussions, the, the, the initial um, introductory conversations that we were having, I was very impressed by this young lady, and again, that speaks volumes to having a story to tell about yourself. You know, this is this is something that I educate clients on all the time, that the reason that I don't take people on in just a booking capacity is, number one, to be brutally honest, it's just not financially uh, worth my time. Uh, but more importantly, you know, even though I like to call it public relations or communications or maybe even marketing, um, let's not kid ourselves, it's sales. You know, I'm, I'm promoting someone, and I always say, I don't want to just book you. I want to work with you to put together the full story. We have to have a professional presentation across all platforms and a good story to tell. And Kate Callahan had a good story to tell. She was the winner of the Best Singer-Songwriter 2013 at the Connecticut Music Awards. Uh, at the time that we were talking, now this was uh, in March, she was uh, a nominee for Best Songwriter in New England 2014, the Greater Hartford Arts Council's 2014 Featured Musical Artist, and, and really an amazing story after having overcome two major traumas in her life. She talked on that podcast on Episode 5 uh, about a skiing accident that she was in and how she had to relearn music all over again. So very inspirational, uh, a very sweet girl, um, very nice music to listen to. It's It's been enjoyable for me to be able to feature different music every week on the podcast and, and play, I, I guess you could call it, one and a half uh, original songs by each week's guest. Um, and, and Kate Callahan, um, as I said, that was, that was my favorite one up until that point. That was episode five. Then we moved on. Uh, episode six was Ashley E. Norton who checked in uh, on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville, and uh, really good timing on that one. Ashley had just been signed to Desert Soul Records. Uh, she was on her way out to Texas to play at South by Southwest. Uh, as I mentioned, she's actually based in Nashville. She's originally from Arizona. She hosts Writers' Nights in, in, uh, in Music City in Nashville, uh, but talked about the fact that Although she has primarily been a solo act, she had just formed a duo and had been playing in a band. So uh, a very diverse guest on episode six. Um, her music is on iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, so again, you know, certainly had the credentials um, to, to be kind of the, the model. Now hear this entertainment guest and uh, enjoyed that conversation with Ashley. And uh, it's been interesting to watch ever since then because you know, now that she's, you know, pretty much gone public with all of those developments, uh, playing in a duo, playing in a band, uh, being signed uh, to the record deal, you know, now you see a lot of that um, more often in, in the uh, social media uh, engagement that she does. Uh, we moved along to West Virginia for episode seven, and, and we realized that it took us until episode seven to finally get a male guest 
on the podcast. And uh, that was my good friend Dave McCormick, who checked in, uh, as I mentioned, on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from up in West Virginia. Um, but, you know, a guy that, again, you know, there's a recurring theme here who gets around. Dave plays regularly in West Virginia, but spent a few years living in Nashville. He had a publishing deal in Nashville. He has written over 500 songs. He plays four different instruments. You know, versatility is is so big in this business, and, and that's why you're hearing a lot of these people that are doing their own thing as a solo act, but they're also going and performing in a duo or playing in a band or, or doing all three. Um, Dave McCormick, he and I have been together uh, in Alabama at a songwriters festival. So again, um, you know, a, a guy that has realized that you know he needs to get out of the house, um, you know, and, and and outside his local area in West Virginia uh, to to meet other people and and you know to continue to advance everything that he's doing musically. Then episode eight, uh, I referred to it a little while ago. Um, we we had a home game that day. We kept it in the house. Uh, Dominic Pages, who's uh, always good enough to sit at the controls every week and, the, and make this podcast um, the great quality sounding podcast that it is. I get so many compliments and really appreciate them, and I really appreciate all the work that he does. Uh, you know, it really makes a difference. I just told him before I went on the air today that over the last couple of days, I was listening in great agony to a podcast that, quite frankly, I only tolerated because it was a guest that I was interested in, but it was painful to listen to because the sound quality was terrible. The The analogy that I used is I said I felt like I was listening to an AM radio broadcast, and, uh, you know, that makes all the difference in the world. And, and you know, granted, I'm, I'm just as economical as the next person. I'm always very sensitive to my clients' budgets, to their bottom line, uh, and in this day and age, you know, of GarageBand and, and all these other software programs that everybody thinks they can teach themselves at home, you know, just remember, you know, if you're dealing with, with the big hitters and, and you're going to give your music to a pro, uh, they're not only going to notice the subpar sound quality if you tried to do it on your own and you're just kind of, you know, learning on the fly, but it's also going to make a statement about you, uh, meaning that those that hand over something that is just A++, that means that they obviously are taking their career that seriously, that they're that invested in it. That's why they're going to a professional recording studio. That's why I do this podcast at Crystal Blue Sound Studios, because I want it to sound as, as terrific as it does every week. And, and on that episode, you know, there was a lot of conversation about how do you get ready to go into a recording studio, uh, you know, the, the emotional aspects of it. Um, and, and how that you know could could carry over on onto the recording, and of course the benefit also uh, of a guest that continues to play live. So he was also able to speak uh, from from both sides of the microphone, so to speak. You know, from the person that's doing the recording at the console, as well as the person that is still up there on stage playing and you know talking about things that he has seen over his years and years and years of playing. Uh, so you know, a, a little bit more of a veteran guest that had a lot more experience to draw from, uh, which certainly I know um, made for some great content, um, you know, very informative, a very in-depth interview, uh, episode eight. Uh, make sure you download that one because, uh, you know, it, it really dug deep into, as I said, into approach, into preparation, mindset, the recording environment, the performance environment. And uh, that that was episode eight, um, which, you know, is is a 
brings us approximately halfway through the list. Um, you know, I, I'm tempted to again give you give you the websites. Uh, I, I I want to take a moment. I'll, I'll do that because I want to take a moment and explain why at the end of every podcast, you know, periodically when I'm when I'm plugging my guest websites and 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 the now here this website and social media, I always talk about you know please subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it, uh, and, and then I'll mention iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You know, I I I, I said last week on the podcast uh, when when Liz Longley was the guest, and she said I appreciate you. You know, the fact that I came in and did it sick, and I said, hey, the podcast is not about me. You know, this podcast is about the guests and it's about the listeners. Uh, and you know, I want to be able to continue to deliver a great product. I want to be able to continue to deliver something that people enjoy listening to every week, something that entertains and educates, and. The more that people subscribe, the more that you post comments, the more people that we can reach with this. Uh, and and you know, again, backing up to, to episode eight before we leave it, you know, look, I'm still looking at it here. NHTE eight, Dominic Pages. You know, he talked about this sense of community that needs to be had more, and that it doesn't have to be so cutthroat, and that we can all help one another. So you know, help a fellow musician. You know, help a help a friend that just likes listening to good music interviews. Uh, recommend the podcast to people. Subscribe to it. If you the the point I was making was if you go on iTunes and you write a review and you also click on the stars uh, to hopefully give it a, a five star rating, it just raises the profile. Uh, iTunes has an algorithm uh, that they go by, and the more reviews and ratings that it draws, the higher it will actually boost the profile physically, uh, and there's a greater likelihood of the podcast showing up. On the front page uh, of, of either iTunes in general, or, or at least of the of the podcast page. So I'm sincere when I really ask every week. It, it may sound like I'm just uh, reading copy, which I am. But uh, you know, please visit nowhearthis.biz. Uh, please like the Now Hear This Facebook page. Please follow Now Hear This on Twitter. And and as I said, you know, this is two way conversation. That's what that's what social media is all about. These days, and that's why I'd love to see you talking on Facebook or, or posting reviews on iTunes. You know about what the podcast is doing for you, who you enjoyed, what lessons you learned, what quotes you heard that really moved you. So, um, you know that there's my plug there, but that's also kind of the rationale, so you understand. You know that that this is meaningful. This isn't just uh, words on a page when I when I cover that every week. Moving on now, uh, episode nine. I referred to it um, earlier. Uh, episode nine was uh, Melissa Bretthauer, twenty-four-year-old singer-songwriter who sat here in the studio in Tampa, was living in Atlanta, and has now moved to Los Angeles, uh, and has really been all over the place. At, at the age of just twenty-one, she was already performing on the Las Vegas Strip uh, at the House of Blues in the uh, Mandalay Bay uh, Resort Casino. Um, she talked about uh, having done a show in Nashville where John Legend, as well as uh, John Rich from Big and Rich, were in the audience. She's gone back and forth to Nashville a number of times, talked about some of those experiences. She also talked about her songwriting craft in terms of um, what she's kind of been challenging herself to do differently these days. Uh, and, and that's kind of helpful because um, it's not kind of helpful, it's very helpful because we, you know, we notice... Um, in in that episode and, and in uh, last week's in episode fourteen with Liz Longley, 
you know, that, that you find yourself kind of in a comfort zone that you don't even realize that you're getting stuck in a pattern, you know, and, and you do need to challenge yourself. And I mentioned, you know, raising the bar, challenging yourself, uh, not necessarily identifying a weakness. If your songwriting is good, you know, then, then you're doing something right. But is it great, you know, or can it be better? How can it be better? And Melissa on episode nine Melissa talked about, you know, what she came up with for herself so that she would stop writing sappy ballads, so that she would stop writing about getting her heart broken, so that she would stop writing only love songs. Uh, You know, Melissa sings, she plays guitar, she plays piano. Um, So we talked a little bit on there about, you know, guitar versus piano. You know, why do you seem to do so much more with the guitar when piano was your first instrument? She was actually classically trained on the piano. So, um, very interesting one there. Um, Melissa Brethauer was was episode nine, and then we hit double digits. Uh, this was uh, we had we had just moved into April, so episode ten was June McHugh, who I've already talked about, and uh, that was a, a far-reaching one geographically. She checked in on the now hear this entertainment guest line from New Mexico, and uh, June, as I said earlier on, came at it more from the standpoint of a publisher. She had an office on Music Row in Nashville for many years. Um, but again, you know, you're, you're hearing this repeatedly and, and it bears mentioning because, you know, if you paint yourself into a corner and you say, all I do is sing. Well, compare yourself to the person that says, all I do is sing and play guitar. And then compare yourself to the person that says, all I do is sing, play guitar and piano. Then you compare yourself to the person that says, all I do is sing, play guitar, play piano and songwrite. Then you get into these people that, uh, as I mentioned with, uh, say, Ashley Norton, for example, solo act, duo, full band. Uh, so, you know, there's it, it can only serve to help you. You're, you're leaving money on the table. You're leaving opportunities on the table uh, if all you do is sing. I have kind of made it, and I don't want to say an internal policy, um, but, you know, personally for me with Now Hear This, it would certainly be a lot more challenging uh, for me to work with somebody who just sings, if they say, I really want to get out and perform more, well, what are you going to do? If you don't play an instrument and you're a solo act, you have nobody to back you up, you're basically telling me that you're going to go out and sing to tracks. Uh, you know, we can we can use all the euphemisms we want and dress that up and say uh, accompaniment tracks, but at the end of the day, people that are sitting there watching you are saying you're doing karaoke. So that's where you really have to challenge yourself and say, "Oh, yeah, I guess that's kind of right. I, I may have this great voice, you know, but I need to do more with it." And again, mom and dad, you know, if there's stage moms out there that are listening, if there's stage dads out there listening, you know, I I encourage the very young people, uh, you know, learn an instrument now, learn an instrument early. It, it's it's only going to benefit you as your career continues to develop continues to develop, assuming that music is something that you really intend to continue to pursue heavily. Uh, you know, try try songwriting early on, and, and if you think you have a knack for it, you know, start exploring some of the resources out there, uh, some of the books that you can buy to read about songwriting. Um, you know, June McHugh, I'm, I'm getting off track here, but, you know, as much as she talked about the publishing perspective, she used to perform. Uh, and, and she has a husband, you know, that still performs. He's a singer-songwriter. So, you know, she keeps her hand in, in different facets of the business. Uh, we moved on to um, episode 11, which uh, I, would, I would have to say at this point is, uh, is 
is definitely my favorite episode and, and is going to be uh, a tough one to beat for quite some time, I imagine. Episode 11 was Lindsay McCall, uh, who um, at the time of the podcast, and, and I guess at this at this current time, uh, on tour, uh, a nationally known Christian artist, uh, Lindsay McCall, a singer-songwriter, she plays guitar, currently on tour with Brandon Heath and Mandisa, and uh, has previously toured with Casting Crowns and Matthew West. Her song, Take My Hand, was featured in an episode of Say Yes to the Dress on TLC. Um, she was uh, on the verge of releasing a new album at the time that she was on the podcast, and actually uh, we had the honor of, uh, f- as far as I know, having the exclusive debut um, right here on Now Hear This Entertainment. So go and listen to uh, episode 11, beautiful music that she does, um, a fun uh, follow-up to, uh, to to that episode is that after we went off the air, uh, I mentioned to Lindsay uh, that I knew that her tour would be coming through this part of the state at some point and that I would need to make sure that I got to one of the shows. And she actually invited me uh, to please um, you know, follow through in, in the sense that she wanted to meet me in person. So if you go to the Now Here This Facebook page, now that is a shameless plug, by the way. I, I intentionally did that directly. That's a, that's a shameless indirect plug. Go to the uh, Now Hear This Facebook page, facebook.com slash Now Hear This Inc., and you'll see a photo of me with Lindsay uh, backstage um, prior to the show that they did uh, in Clearwater, Florida, um, not too long after she appeared on the podcast. Episode 12 with Mark Allen Barnett, or Mab, as I kept calling him throughout the podcast for his initials, M-A-B. Uh, Mab, wow. Um, that episode, episode 12, whew, wow, I'm still, I st- I look at this number and it's just eye-popping. A writer of almost 3,000 songs. He was, uh, he, he's been in Nashville for quite some time, but he is actually a member of the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. Um, really kind of focuses on songwriting and on mentoring, um, but, you know, again, in, in his performing days, and he still does perform, but when he was really going at it more so from the performance side, he opened for the likes of Charlie Daniels Band, Tanya Tucker, Patty Loveless, Restless Heart. Uh, he has worked with Frankie Ballard, who just had a song go to number one right before uh, that podcast that we did. He also worked with uh, Steel Magnolia and the Kinleys. That one there, that episode, episode 12, is that has lots of great lessons for the up-and-comers, for the uh, the aspiring songwriters, the aspiring performers. He does a lot of neat stuff on that podcast in terms of, you know, he's given out a lot of good free lessons in saying, uh, you know, when you're performing somewhere that's crowded and noisy, here's how you win the crowd over. Um, when you do songwrite, here's something that you can do that will hold the listener's attention throughout the whole song. He threw out some neat quotes that I still have saved. He said, luck is where opportunity and preparation meet. Um, That one was really neat. And he also gave another quote, you are always someone's opening act. And the point that he was making there is, and I've made this to clients before, is there are people that are at your show. Don't just go through the motions. You know, don't, don't just put it on autopilot because... You know, this is a lot of people seeing you for the first time ever. People don't know your songs. They don't know the messages in them. If you perform cover songs, I often am heard telling people right before they go on stage, hey, just remember, 
you might do a song tonight that unbeknownst to you, somebody out there really needs to hear that song tonight. It's it's really going to speak to them. And I and I have firsthand experiences of of watching, you know, audience members come up to whoever I had performing and say, Boy, when you did insert song title here tonight, that really meant a lot to me because and they'll pour their heart out to you and tell you their life story. So you're gonna miss that if you just mail it in and say, you know, I'm tired tonight or uh, I just had a fight with my girlfriend or my boyfriend, or um, you know I was late getting to the gig, or uh, my guitar string broke, so I was five minutes late getting on. You know, you really got to get in character, so to speak. Uh, Mab also talked about songwriters are the method actors of the entertainment industry, and I think that really kind of testifies to what I just said. You know that uh, as much as you might not might not like to admit it, you know you are playing a bit of a part when you're on stage. Uh, you know, if you just go up there and sit on a stool and play your guitar and you don't make eye contact with the audience, um, it's really not going to be much for people to look at. And it's just going to be that much more tempting for them to divert their attention and, you know, not really stick with you. Um, closing in the home stretch, then we had uh, two weeks ago, we had Hope Cassidy in episode 13. And um, she was a trooper. She was um, calling in on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from the road after having been tremendously sick to the point of having considered going to the emergency room, you know, but a day or two before that podcast, uh, but, you know, just continues to push herself. She's a singer-songwriter who uh, had just signed a publishing deal um, just prior to uh, the podcast. I mean, not the same day, but um, that was a nice story for us to, to kind of almost break here on the podcast, um, about to release a new album, and talked about the fact that she's going on a long tour in Alaska you know, she's done countless live shows, uh, including having played at CMA Fest. And we talked on that episode about a lot of the different places where she's played, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, uh, obviously Tennessee, I believe Mississippi. Um, you know, but Alaska, you know, is, is very different. And again, I, I know I remember talking on that episode specifically about the fact that Hope is married, you know, and as glamorous as it sounds, wow, I'd like to go off to Alaska uh, and play for three weeks, and then she said, no, it's actually going to be probably more like four weeks. You know, it's about leaving home and, and leaving your loved ones behind for an extended period of time. And uh, a lot of these guests, uh, I, I remember back on episode four, Nancy Moran, you know, saying the road is not the glamour that, that people think it is. Uh, and I certainly can attest to that. But again, it, it does lend a lot more credence when you hear it from some of these different guests that are talking about, I mentioned Shannon McGrain also, you know, being on the road and trying to do her schoolwork, Nancy Moran and uh, and Hope Cassidy talking about, you know, yeah, but, you know, people just see uh, the destinations and the number of cities and all the different venues you're going to, uh, but what they don't realize is, you know, all the hours spent, you know, literally on the road, you know, in a, in a minivan or, or whatever uh, method they're, they're getting around in, whether it's a bus or, or something else. Um, then finally, uh, last week we had, uh, Liz Longley, which was, um, really a, a, a most enjoyable conversation. Um, <laughs> Liz was calling in on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line that day from Nashville, but, uh, laughed at the fact that I said, I, I get the sense that you really only go to Nashville maybe to, uh, you know, change your clothes and check the mail and do some laundry and she said, you know, that that's, in fact, pretty darn accurate, uh, you know, because she is on the road so much. Um, this is this is a girl that uh, is only 26 years old, 
and has had, wow, so much success already. Her music has been heard uh, on Army Wives on ABC. Her music has been heard on NY Med, which is also a a TV show on on ABC. Uh, Her music has also been on Beauty and the Beast, which airs on The CW. Her music plays regularly on Sirius XM. Uh, John Mayer called her music gorgeous, simply gorgeous. She has shared the stage with uh, Paula Cole and Sean Colvin, among many others. And uh, on that episode of of last week's podcast, she talked about uh, having attended Berklee College of Music. Um, She did talk about moving to Nashville, how she uh, grew up in Philly and then went to Boston to attend Berklee and then eventually moved to Nashville. She talked about why she did that. And not too differently from uh, the Melissa Bretthauer interview and how I mentioned that Melissa said that you know, she challenged herself and, and is starting to take a little bit of a different approach. Uh, Liz Longley spoke last week about, you know, just a dramatic shift over the last month that she has made in her approach to songwriting, uh, you know, based on a book that she's reading. So um, definitely listen to episode 14 because, uh, you know, Liz obviously is somebody that, again, all these guests have so far great credentials and, and certainly... Um, you know, I don't need to justify why they've all been on because they've all got great credentials. But Liz, you know, coming from someone that's had these major placements, you know, has, has caught the attention of a guy like John Mayer that rolls out a big compliment like that, um, you know, and just keeps doing what she's doing and is constantly on the road. There's certainly a lot uh, to be learned from her. Um, you know, I usually keep an eye on the time as we're recording these podcasts, and I've been doing the same this time around. And uh, this this may have to be kind of, um, you know, Bruce's bonus part one, and then maybe somewhere down the road uh, we'll do a, a Bruce's bonus uh, part two, because I didn't really get much time in this episode to really go back and, um, you know, take everyone back through all of the Bruce's bonus segments that were done from episode to episode. I, I, I feel like if I started to do this now, uh, this episode would go for, for two hours instead of closer to one. So I think instead uh, we'll save that for another time, but um, I guess being the salesman that I'm supposed to be, that I refuse to admit that I am, uh, it does also give you some incentive to go back and listen to uh, you know as many of, of the first 14 episodes as you can or, or that you've missed so that you can hear the Bruce's bonus segment that is dropped into the middle of all those. Uh, you know, it's something that... Um, is a special part of the show for me because as much as I enjoy talking to the guests and as much as I hope that you are entertained and educated by what they have to say, that one moment, that Bruce's bonus, that is my opportunity to speak directly to the audience. And and I will let you in on a little secret. The guest that you hear every week uh, doesn't even know that I'm doing that Bruce's bonus. Uh, We do that, uh, well, actually, I was going to say in post-production, we actually record it pre-production because even before the guest even shows up at the studio or gets on the line. Um, but that's, you know, that's a special moment for me because as I say, I'm not talking to the guest. They don't even know I'm doing it. I'm, I'm writing that tip um, specifically to, to speak directly to you, the listeners. And um, on that note, I want to thank you for listening uh, all throughout this episode, for listening to uh, the first 14 episodes, whether it's been one episode, two episodes, four, or all 14, uh, you know, as I said before, this this podcast is about the guests and it's about the listeners. And um, obviously, you should be you know tracking 
the traffic that you're getting to your website, um, you know, challenging yourself to get more engagement through your social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Reverb Nation, uh, your YouTube channel, all that kind of thing. Uh, if you don't know how to do all that stuff, you're interested in the services of Now Hear This for us to help you, um, you know, certainly nowhearthis.biz uh, has contact information on there. You know, send an email about the show, you know, or send an email to, to inquire about uh, can Now Hear This help you out. Um, but you know, I I, uh, I do check the, the the traffic. I do check the data, the the statistics, um, to see how engaged people are with uh, with this podcast. And I do appreciate that so many of you are out there listening. So many of you are subscribing. So many of you are posting those reviews, posting the comments. As I said, uh, I would really love to see hashtag NHTE. I didn't say that in this episode. I said it on a different one, but I would love to see hashtag NHTE catch on. Um, but, you know, I, I would love to see people posting on Facebook, uh, on the Now Hear This Facebook page, about episodes that they've enjoyed, about lessons that they learned, about quotes that they heard that, that they've really held on to. Um, and, and mostly, I would just love to hear you um, commenting that, that you're enjoying the show and that you're turning other people on to it, because I would really love to continue to grow uh, this community, this, this NHTE podcast community, uh, for quite some time. Um, there are plenty more guests that are scheduled, so uh, continue to stick around week after week, and we'll continue to bring you uh, lots of great interviews and, and lots of great uh, original music along the way. So uh, we'll see you next week. In the meantime, um, I'll sign off with the reminder, nowhearthis.biz, and uh, click on the buttons there for social media, take you over to the Facebook page, uh, Now Hear This on Twitter, and uh, by all means, please do subscribe on iTunes, um, post a, a review, click on the five stars <laughs> to give us a good rating on uh, iTunes as well as on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, and I'll look forward to talking to you again next week. I was maybe 12 months old, holding on couches, letting go, waving my arms, trying to Sure.
Running. 